Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason. I actually had my sister on today. Um, I had a really, really good conversation with her. It really starts to pick up about halfway through. Um, We get into some deep stuff, um, some stuff about dreaming, about personal finance, about building a building a business, um, creating value through what you do really well and uh, bringing it to other people um, and how that's not being selfish. Um, and so a lot of really good stuff. And uh, episode 22, let's get it going. This is this is my first Zoom conference interview. <laughs> I'm kind of okay. nervous. I don't know why. I'm just, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, I don't feel very nervous at all, actually. It's just a different, it's a different style of yeah. conversation. Um, so what's up? How are you? You did everything good? Yeah. Every, I mean, everything's kind of fine. There's nothing really like, I mean, other than we have to stay in the house for three weeks, but that just means more game time with mom and dad and I. So, right. um, but, and I get to call that. Um, I mean, like, I'm okay. There's nothing really affecting me, sadly. I will not sadly, I guess. But uh, mom and dad are both uh, just kind of stuck here. And dad has a plan to do with his kids. And mom's kind of just rolling with the pitches or whatever that saying is called. Punches, so punches, punches. Sorry. It's a boxing reference. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy in its own way and we don't even know if we can go to the grocery store now. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So just to put this in, cause if someone listens to this, like, oh yeah, yeah. In, two, in a couple of months, they're going to be like, what are they talking about? So basically there's, um, the coronavirus, which I'm sure you're all aware of, um, has put pe- has put people out of work, not out of work necessarily, but they, they can't I'm go, to work, right. They can't go into work. And so yeah. both my parents, um, our teachers and so their their schools have been what's it called just kind of postponed uh, has been yeah. disbanded for I don't know that's that's more like three I don't know the years. proper word for it but yeah for um, three weeks now and they for, yeah three weeks the... that's craziness yeah. and so um yeah you're you're home you're home with them I'm sure they're gonna be they're gonna be stir, going a little stir crazy I mean they're we're the yeah. kind of family who likes to do 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 so when there's yeah when there's nothing, nothing to do and you can't even do, like, go outside. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, I want to, <laughs> this is so cool. Let's talk about your room. Okay. Uh, it's, so um, used to be my room. Used to be your room. And then it was kind of dad's. It was like what was left over of your room and then a big bed that dad slept in. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, I took you, it. You, you did a complete makeover. A complete makeover. I repainted the walls and everything. Nothing too crazy, but um, I love my walls. Hold on. Hold on. You didn't repaint the walls. No, I did. No, like it's when someone's when you think like someone when you think like repaint the walls, you think like, oh, like you painted it like yellow. Like you. I did. I painted it yellow and orange. You painted the walls. So let's like describe it because people can't see you. Describe what you did to this place. It's incredible. So before, um, so I had to paint the whole room white again because my dad or um, yeah, my dad painted your room uh, like yellow and black because for our high school because you and I went to the same high school yeah uh and a big n because it was Nosset high school um and I had to paint over that which I was kind of sad about because it was really cool and I did really like it but it just wasn't like my style and I already graduated so yeah you're moving on yeah and so I painted the entire thing white and we were also redoing my old room which is now where um our mom is sleeping at slash office slash her like creative memories uh like cricket area that she does which is the size of a king size bed pretty much (laughs) yeah so not much room but she she's glad to have her own space in the sense that she can close the door and whatever um but yeah, so after that was all painted, we got that room done first. And then I just got, I made uh, our dad get uh, like a gallon of red paint, yellow paint, and blue paint. And I just kind of mixed colors in the, like the, those, like the primary colors, I guess. So I have one wall that's kind of, it actually reminds me of like raspberry sorbet because it's like this dark raspberry color. Um 
almost like if you like mash them up into like a sauce or like a jam, sorry, not a sauce, but, and then like another one that's like, it's like just, I, it's like they're all, all the walls are kind of just like three, I don't know how to say like three stripes, I guess, three big stripes. So I, I left the top part white and then the middle part is the lighter color of each wall. And then the bottom one is like the darkest version of that. So I, I really have kind of like a pinky red wall that goes from white to like this kind of dark pink to like a deep maroon. And then I have another wall that is uh, like this gold yellow, which is like my favorite color um, to like an orange. And then I have another wall that goes from like a sky blue to like a, a, a night sky blue. So, and then the last wall I left completely white and I put up all the posters I had cause I was kind of, I wanted that wall to be like a mural wall because there's nothing on it. There's no doors or windows or a closet or whatever. Um, But I ended up just putting, and I was going to put my posters on the ceiling, but um, I ended up putting all my posters there. I ended up ripping apart this um, Ireland uh, calendar that was way out of date and like organized them. I have pictures of things that my friends have made me, which are so, so dear to my heart. Um, so I have them like right in the middle, um, and like posters of like my favorite bands. I have my graduation cap hanging up. I have like little tiny pictures and, uh, like, um, ticket stubs from me going to like my favorite, some of my favorite movies. Right. So it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's cool because it's not, um, it's not like your average room, you know, like it's not like, I don't think so. Yeah. Like it's pretty, it's pretty unique. Um, because I mean, not, not as people are as like talented and as um, like people don't have a, a vision as much mm-hmm. as you do, I think. Um, and so it's kind of yeah. cool. The, the wall behind you right now that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. it looks like um, like a safari. Yeah. Or like, like yeah. Lion King. Like, you know what I mean? Like the beginning yeah. of Lion King, um, you know, when that sun comes up. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, that's really, really cool. Um, that's cool. So going a little stir crazy, huh? maybe yeah. a little bit. What a little are you bit. <laughs> doing to pass the time? Are you doing any art right now? Uh, not currently because I like last, the last two weeks I've been going into our mom's school because they were working on the, uh, production of their musical. They're doing Wizard of Oz and, uh, to pass like the time and some, a lot of, I had a lot of people offer me like internships or not really, but like just kind of like following people around or helping out with the classroom or something about that. Um, or after school activities and whatnot, but I had helped them last year with their production um, with like making the stage and painting and stuff like that. So I said like, yeah, sure, I'll come in. And I don't think they were expecting me to do like basically the entire set. Right. So like I had to, I painted, like I guess there was like three big projects. I had to paint uh, this thing, which is almost the size of like the, my, one of my smaller walls in my room. I had to paint a wagon with like a background and everything. Cause it's a professor Marvel's wagon. And I had to do like the words and stuff, which I did last. Cause I, it was so hard for me to like get the angle of it and all that. Um, I also had to paint the entire house that they had, which was kind of almost like if you just cut like the house in half, like they had that and then on the flip side were the doors to Oz, which was my favorite thing to do. Um, so I had to do, those were three big projects that right. I can, can I ask you a question on that? Like, yeah. like what do you, do you have, did you, hmm, I don't know how to ask this, I guess. Like, is there a vision that you have? Like, was it like, hold on, let me see if I can yeah. get this out. Like, did you know going in exactly what it would look like or is no. it a process where it's like, let's, this is the idea of what it should be, but like, you know what I mean? And then as, yeah. as it goes on, does it change? I, I feel like I will say in general, for me, there's almost no, there's always a process. I can never like do what I want in my mind. Cause it's just, it's, I don't, I don't feel like I have developed any of my skills in any kind of medium to be able to do that. Like exactly what I had envisioned. Um, but I feel like that that's with most artists with any kind of medium is they kind of just go. Cause there's sometimes when you're like doing it, like I had to repaint the entire house, I think, because the color that I used was way too dark and I hated it. 
And I was like, and I, that one I think was like, I had a pretty good vision of what I was doing. And then I kind of had to redo the entire thing in my mind um, to try and like make it better, like, and make it kind of the vision that I did have in my mind. So right. it's always a process and things change. And then sometimes like they would want this color. They were always like, well, you know best because you're an artist. And I'm like, no, you need to tell me what to do. <laughs> like, tell me if this is good or not because it's your set. Um, but like, it's, it's always a process. And I am not a, in general, like I'm not an artist that can like see it in my head and just do it. I always have to look at a reference. So like for the wagon, I had to like research all these different types of wagons to find like what shape I wanted, how long it had to be, if it had a door, if I was going to like paint the words on the wood or if I was going to, which I ended up doing a tart kind of thing. So it was like hammered into the wagon. Like, so it's, things are always changing. And for me, I always have to use like a reference or something. I don't usually like go from what's in my head necessarily. Like right. Which, is, which is, yeah. And I think there's, I mean, you could probably talk about this more than me, but I feel like there mm -hmm. are different styles of artists, like, mm -hmm. like some more like abstract where it's like literally just coming from yeah. their minds, like right? Like it's just like all their creative processes just yeah. vomiting on whatever medium they're using. And mm -hmm. then you have like someone like you who, who takes all like an, like takes an already like an image or, or something and then creates it as their own right like yeah. kind of, and then re, like yeah. kind of recreates it with their own um artistic vision so that's really cool um i really like that i was actually talking to one of my athletes a couple weeks ago about you that's how the conversation started and then it molded more into like what she does and it was like really really fascinating because um she like she paints um like I'm so I'm not I'm not very privy to all this, but yeah. she paints like people, like people model mm -hmm. for her, and then she paints them. But she paints them um, in a little bit more abstract way than yep. like normal portraits. So it's not like um, it's like a perfect, like almost like yeah, a it's not like the Mona Lisa where they're sitting there and it's like, oh, mm -hmm. that's like that is who that is. That you is know what I mean? Um, it's yeah, more yeah. like you can tell who it is, but it's a little more abstract. So mm -hmm. again, I think which what makes her super unique is that she is like a combination of those two where she kind of she has a reference point right she ha is using someone as a as a template right as a template but yeah she puts her own artistic spin on it so i think that that's super super um interesting um mm -hmm. and i kind of i want to ask you further um is with all of your um different pieces like all of the different things that you're involved in all the different um presence you make a lot of presents for people um mm -hmm. what has been and i know this might be a difficult question but what's been your favorite piece that you've made or if that's a little too hard what's your favorite like style of art yeah. that you've made if that makes sense like which which medium i guess is your favorite i think well those are like three completely different questions okay for me. Well, let's go but, with the um, first one do you have a favorite do you have a favorite piece that you've made I think, and I, I was thinking about this actually like a little while ago, and I think my favorite piece, and it's just like at this moment, because of course when I make new pieces, I may be like, nope, I've changed my mind. That's my favorite piece now. But um, I kind of semi-recently uh, finished this like painting but it's like on like a wooden box that's shaped like a book. Um, and like I did the rest of the whole thing like like a book like this like red leather kind of book and it was actually really cool because i got to do all like the details and like it looked worn down and all that stuff but like on the cover was this like like zoom in like a picture of like a zoomed in dragon's eye and like it's so nerdy and stuff because it was for our um our dungeons and dragons group but um it was like it, it was I use this like paint that I've never used before and it's like, it sounds so like girly or whatever, but it's like sparkly paint, but the sparkles are so thin that it kind of just like looks like the paint, but it sparkles. I don't know how to explain yeah, it, yeah, but um, I ended up buying like a crap ton. Sorry. Um, because it's like my new favorite paint to use and it's so pretty and you can use it in so many different styles and it still look like, beautiful regardless of whether <laughs> you're painting or not looks that nice but um but like I it took me a, a very long time to do it because it 
it wasn't necessarily like very detail-y like there was come like because I used a picture so sorry I'm gonna like explain the process because this is what I've been doing a lot whereas I I print out a picture online of just like a it doesn't even never it doesn't even actually need to be like a black and white like outline of it or anything but I have this like thing called carbon paper so you like lay the carbon paper down you put your picture on top and then you like use a pencil or something and you just draw the outlines that you want and it transfers what you like outlined from the picture that you're looking at onto the piece that you're going to paint eventually. So I didn't necessarily like draw the dragon eye and the scales or whatever, but um, I was able to use that as like a basic outline and then get into all the details and, st and stuff. Sorry. Um, but it was like, it kind of was the starting point it was kind of like you know when you throw like a snowball down a hill and then everything just starts kind yeah. of like running and rolling and faster and faster um that was kind of like my snowball i guess because i started using that paint a lot but i also started doing all these like fantasy kind of things which i love that's like my favorite genre in anything in movies and books in art and all this kind of stuff um so I ended up doing like a lot of painting using those paints as well as just kind of using that carbon paper to kind of just get a basic idea. But then again, like you said earlier, like turning it into my own thing and not like, and sometimes I would use like more than one. So it wasn't even like, Oh, it just looks like different colors of that drawing, painting, whatever reference I use, but also like, Oh, this is a whole different piece. So I mean, I I really enjoy doing that, and I've been painting on a lot of wood stuff. I went to because AC Moore was um, closing. Uh, I <laughs> my mom and I went, and we bought like twenty dollars worth of stuff, but we ended up saving like two hundred and forty dollars. Like it was ridiculous. Whoa. We just bought like a bunch of stuff because they're going out of business. Right. So everything was super super cheap. Um, so I literally have like container just of like wooden letters or wooden boxes or shapes or something like that so I'm excited to like continue using that medium and creating more fantasy stuff right so, I have a question so yes I'm this podcast mm -hmm. is is geared around um, people's journeys right mm -hmm. kind of where they started where are they going like like do they have goals or visions um with your art it's so it's so fascinating to watch you grow up mature um the different styles of art that you've always had the um the i don't even know i guess just like the the level of detail you can see like year after year gets it gets better and better um and just do you do you have a vision for what your art ultimately like what you want to do with your art do you because you know what i've i've been so um impressed and fascinated by how you can do things how you can customize things for certain people and so a lot of like christmas presents that you've made for me and my and the rest of our family like you've made you've taken a single um uh you, you've taken like a similar concept but you've you've customized it for each yeah. person to for them um and just the amount of detail that you put in all of those works it just it fascinates me so i was just wondering um i have a very business mindset yeah. um so i'm just i'm just thinking like is that in the future or what what do you want to do ultimately with your art well i think with my art at the like and i'm just gonna say currently at the moment it's just kind of like a pastime because i am <laughs> i am bored like you know i've been home for a long time because i had to take the uh most of the last semester off at school as well as this one um but like i don't i don't really know because i'm as you know um i am a music major so like i'm definitely like within the arts and stuff like that but that has been like my I guess like professional, like that's been like my mindset is like, mm -hmm. that's kind of the professional side. And like, that's what I want to do is I want to like, that's my job that I have. But like for my art, I guess, like I, I've had a lot of people actually um, 
because I like post my work on like my Snapchat story or something and like they sh like someone sees it and shows their parents or something so like I've had a lot of people kind of like oh, I'm just like the word is escaping me right now like ask me to make something for them so I actually get like, a notebook or something and write them all down because I was getting a lot um so like I guess it's kind of like right now it's almost like a side job because I can't really have a job right now, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I don't really have, it just kind of, I'm just kind of going with the flow because I'm really, I don't like now I consider myself a painter because that's what I've been doing for a long time. But like I took classes in uh, Provincetown at the Provincetown Art Association Museum, uh, PAM for short. And I took classes there for like, I think like seven or eight years. But my teacher was a printmaker. So like I would have considered me to be a printmaker more than a painter. So is that, is that the one where you like you sketched out like you would kind of scratch out yeah that that's different? well that that's my favorite type of printmaking oh, okay. that's called uh dry point etching and i actually like made collages and then turned it into a dry point etching gotcha. print so uh, there's tons of there's tons of different ways to do prints and whatnot but um i don't i don't know i guess f like future wise i don't really I don't really have any plans or anything like which that. Is, which is fine, 100%. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think I think when it comes to um, art, and I'm not, I'm not specifying with the art that you're doing, art mm -hmm. in general, um, mm -hmm. one, can, one can think of, of art to be a business. Um, I consider what I do to be art as well, the coaching. I think coaching mm -hmm. is an art in some, in some um, retrospect. I think um, because it's, it's unique like someone like everyone's style of what they do is unique. And so that I consider it um, some art as well, but I think what's really awesome about art as a business form is that you're really providing value to people. And so I think sometimes artists and I've talked to many artists now, um, you know, a lot of athletes are artists as well. And I, and I've talked to them and they always, whenever I ask about that B question of business, mm -hmm. they always kind of, you can see them get kind of defensive and clammy. Yeah. And I think because I think they, they're having trouble a putting a monetary value on what they do. And I mm -hmm. also think that they think that it will devalue what they do as an artist, if you're monetizing it, does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. I think that, um, that that hesitation to join art and business together, um, is, is real. I, I do mm -hmm. think people kind of, kind of lean away from that, but I want to kind of talk to you about it. And I want to bring it to my viewers that a business, a real, and I'm talking about a really good business, right? Mm -hmm. What does it, what does it do? It provides yeah, yeah. extreme value and positive impact to people of all shapes and sizes. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I want to get into the coaching business, right. Where I coach individuals towards their goals, whether that be fitness, whether it be nutrition, whether it be, um, life finance, I don't know, it could be anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's my art style. And I just think I've had the, I've had an issue being like, how am I, how am I a going to monetize it? And, and B, is it right for me to monetize it? And I'm starting to get a better feeling because I'm, I'm like, if I were to charge for what I do, I have, I've had, right. I've had a little bit of issue with that in the past because I'm like, is it worth it? Right. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm offering worth them to pay me? Right. And the more and more I think about it, the more I'm thinking, yes, like, like they will get value. They will get good, positive impact from what I'm offering. Right. Mm -hmm. And so same concept applies to art and what you do is that people are asking you to do this stuff for them because they see the value that you're bringing them. And mm -hmm. I think that it's really important for, um, not, not that I'm talking at you right now. I'm just talking to people yeah. in general that if people see the value in what you do, it is okay. I'm giving you permission to potentially monetize it. I'm not saying that you should turn this into a business. I'm saying that if you ever think about turning it into a business that um, it's because people see the value in your product, in, in your art, in your, in your, in your style. And so um, 
and it does not devalue what you're doing as an artist, right? Mm -hmm. It's in fact bringing more attention to what you do. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Does that make sense? So what um, a lot of artists it, need. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. And mm -hmm. I think, um, and, and I, and I think that, um, I think that it's special, right? I think it's really, really special when people come after you, you know what I mean? To be a yeah. part of your art, right? Because I think yeah. people see it and they go, I need that, right? Like I need to be a part of that. I need that in my life. And I think that's something that you should really um, appreciate. Moving yeah. forward. So um, very cool. Let's segue for a little bit yeah. um, because I, I, it's fascinating. A couple of my athletes, well, they were in Ireland now because of the coronavirus, yeah. they're home yeah. in, in, in uh, isolation for a couple of weeks, which is terribly sad. But um, for the brief time that they were over there, they loved it. They mm -hmm. loved Ireland. Um, and I know you do, you love it too. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of talk about that for a minute. Um, okay. What do you love about Ireland? What draws you to it? Well, I think um, since I was like young, I think it was the music that like I, like our mom would listen to and we would watch like, you know, when they have like the TV concerts or whatever, you go to the channel and they have like the either live concerts or pre-recorded or whatever. And it was primarily, at least when I was younger, it was like Celtic Woman and Celtic Thunder. And they they were like my two favorite, they're still like some of my favorite um, bands and stuff. My and favorite. then it yeah. Uh, and it kind of just like grew cause I listened to it and you know, it's like, it's like it spreads like wildfire where you listen to one song and then somebody recommends another one or you hear another one from another group and then you just keep going. Um, so I, I think it was the music first. And then like, I obviously like looked up pictures and it's just, it's, it's so green. And I know that's like so typical because it's Ireland, like, Oh my God, it's so green. But I just think it's beautiful. Like just, if you look at some of the places there, it's, it, it almost looks like it shouldn't be on earth to me. And I, I know there's tons of other places like around the world that have the same kind of thing where it just doesn't look real, but I don't know. There's always been something different about when I look at pictures in Ireland of Ireland and we actually went, uh, in my sophomore year at high school, uh, in high school, we went on the whole music department went to Ireland. Um, and I was so excited, obviously, because this is like the one place I've always wanted to go, like in my life. And I was finally going there and, you know, I was getting out like I was excited on the plane. And literally as soon as we landed and as soon as we like took the first step, I wasn't nervous at all. And I was like, I kind of like did some like self-reflection on it. Cause I was like, why, why, aren't I nervous? Like why? Like I was excited, obviously I was excited on the plane, but I wasn't like, like jumping. Do you know what I mean? I was just kind of like, I was, it, it felt like coming it home. Right. Huh? It felt right. It felt right. Exactly. It felt right. It felt like I was coming home. Like it just felt so comfortable and I wasn't nervous I would say the entire trip there wasn't one moment where I was and I get I'm a very nervous person because I when I go new places I always feel like I'm gonna like offend somebody or do something wrong like that's like against the culture there or something and even if I like know that it's okay or I don't know but I'm always nervous and so but it was just, it was so nice. And the first thing that we did, which was my, honestly, my favorite part was immediately after we got off the plane, we got onto the buses. Um, the bus driver was so incredibly nice. Um, he and I had a running on joke about me falling asleep on the bus. Cause I said, I'm not going to sleep for one second. Like I need to see everything. And immediately was like passed out on the bus. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but we went to the Cliffs of Moore and that, uh, to be honest, actually, that was probably the most nerve wracking part, but that was because like the freshmen were joking around and getting too close and there are no, I mean, there's parts where they have fences and stuff, right? but if you like no go barriers. past that, there are no barriers. Kind of like the Grand Canyon in places. Yeah, there's no. Exactly. There's and no sometimes wall. you can't see, like, there might be a ledge, but then there might be absolutely nothing under that ledge. Right. So if you go out to it, you will like, and you're, I don't and want to say heavy it's enough. It's kind of windy. It, oh, it's so windy. 
you can bear like depending on like when the day or whatever but and it's loud because the waves are like crashing and stuff but like all the kids are getting so close and I'm like the mother hen where I'm just like no 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 like come right. back take a few mm-hmm. steps back you can see how beautiful it is from back here too so but yeah. what what is stopping you from living there well to be honest I um because I've been home uh on medical leave and stuff like that. I, <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, uh, my mom was kind of ask, asking the same question. And I was like, I don't know. Cause I 100% am going to if anything like study abroad there and like learn Irish music. Cause I love it. And I want to learn, I feel like I've like only like dipped my toe into all of it. And I want to just full on dive into it. Um, but I couldn't study abroad because I was on medical leave that I could, I would have to wait another year or at least another semester um, until I was able to go actually go and study abroad. And then uh, my mom looked at me, she's like, why don't you just transfer? And so I was like, I, I never thought about that. And so I then started doing some research on the schools and stuff. And there's one school um, that I, you know, like I didn't like love the campus necessarily, but I was also just looking at pictures of it or watching like videos of them doing tours or something. But, um, but they had like a great music program or so I've heard like, and it, they were actually very accommodating for the most part for like, uh, international students. And like, I, was like, oh my God, like, okay, like, let's, let's do this. Like, I'm going to figure out when I can apply and all that stuff. And I found out it was too late for me to apply, uh, even just to audition for like their music program. And then I had to think about like, do I just want to go to Ireland or do I want to go there and learn music? Like kind of like, which I feel like it was a choice between the two for some reason. And I decided, I was like, you know what? I've actually been, cause I'm, I'm a student at university of New Hampshire, um, UNH. And so I was like, I've only technically been at UNH for a year. I was like, I think, I think I need to be there at least for two years before, even before I can study abroad, like that way I have that option if I don't want to transfer, but also I would have two years under my belt that a lot of credits would be able to transfer to the school and I would feel, I would feel more comfortable because the other thing that I was really worried about was, and everyone, like when I talked to some of my friends, they're like, are you kidding me? But I felt like I was kind of like abandoning my friends and I was being very selfish, only thinking about me and thinking about what I want to do and kind of like leaving them behind. And when I talked to them, they were like, are you kidding me? They're like, no, we love you. We support you no matter what, obviously. And if you want to do that, go, we're not going to stop you. We're still going to contact you and like, like hang out when you come home or something like that, but go like, do what you want. Don't hold back. Cause you're worried that we are going to be upset. And even though obviously I had made that decision to stay at UNH, like just hearing that from my friends was extremely comforting and I am a person that like my friends and family mean more than anything and when I say that they are, are like they they're the most important thing to me like if I anything happened to any of my friends or any of my family I wouldn't be able to cope <laughs> kind of with anything so like that's where that was like my the biggest thing was I felt like I was abandoning them I felt like I was being selfish and I I hate feeling that way just in general so it was just really nice to hear back from them and have that kind of like confidence in them but also just that comfort too so so yeah <laughs> long story short <laughs> yeah that's a lot a lot to yeah. unpack a lot to unpack yeah. um have you ever thought of, of instead of going on an, an official for official business, have you ever thought of doing an extended, I hate to use this word, but like a vacation, like an extended, not vacation, but like not, not for like work, you mean, or school or whatever, but just kind of to just go a three week yeah. Ireland trip to be because i think what's interesting about all this is the only it seems to be the only thing that's really holding you back is um your friends and family right mm-hmm. and i'm always i'm always thinking like 
if if there's something that I feel deep in my heart that I really want to do, like I have to do it. But then you have to think like, is it feasible, right? Like thinking yeah. all the different things, like logistically, could it work? Um, financially, could it work? And then like you have to take into consideration like self-awareness as well. And you, I think yeah. you deployed that fairly heavily in that analysis, <laughs> right? Where you're like, no, my friends and family are the most important thing in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I just, it breaks my heart to hear you say, like, when I got there, it felt like I was home, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then not have you go there for a long time, right? Like, yeah. so it just, um, from someone who's seeing it on the outside, um, it would make me, as being a part of your family, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you completely add me to that group of people you're yeah. talking about, but um, yes, you are. <laughs> um, but it would, it would in fact break my heart more if you stayed here and weren't as happy as if you traveled there or lived there and were super happy. Does that make sense? So I want you yeah. to know that, like, if your friends and family really care about you and really care about your happiness, um, it would make us very, very happy if you ended up following um, your heart and your dreams. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but oh yeah, no, but I think, it's, I think but it's, it's real. So I think it's real, yeah. and you've and you've. I think what's so great is you've nailed it. Like you've, you've, you've figured it out, right? Like Mm -hmm. music in Ireland is my dream. Right. And it just, Mm -hmm. it would break my heart if you don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Being a a family and friend, you know, Mm -hmm. something to think about. Yeah. I think my only issue with that. And like, I know you said you didn't like using the word vacation, but that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, More of a, but, um, more of a trip, like more of like, yeah, an, like yeah. an extended stay, you know, a as journey. a journey. Yeah. yeah. No, no um, sipping champagne in the, you know, oh, and no. on a cliffs of more, you know, Guinness more likely, but <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, I think, I think the biggest thing, if like, if I, and I'm just saying this, like in a context thing, but like, if you just ignore the, my wishes and dreams and like my friends and family and all that stuff that I think the biggest issue of me just not going is the financial thing because unlike you, I am the complete opposite. I, I'm not good with money at all because like I, I spend a lot. I don't, <laughs> I spend a lot, but it's in the sense of like, I spend almost all of my money. Granted, I don't have a lot of money. So like, I don't want you to think oh, I'm spending like thousands of like dollars a day or whatever. Um, but like I, like I had my entire money when I was still at school, like this past uh, fall semester, I had like all my money to last me uh, like this upcoming semester. I spent all that money in two months. Like on what? I, it, on like food for one because I always had snacks in my room and I always like tried to like get people to come and hang out (laughs) with snacks (laughs) which didn't work like fan yeah basically um but like I also made a lot of like I became closer with a lot of people because of that too so I didn't necessarily make new friends but I just like I became close with a lot of people which I was like no it's totally worth it but like I my roommate um, was having a lot of issues, whether it be at school or family or financial stuff or like romance, I guess, to just say that in general. And so I, and she never really left the room. And like, that's just kind of how she was. Like, it wasn't like, oh, she's depressed to the point where she can't leave the room. And she's still going to classes, but like, she just didn't go out. She just stayed in the room, which kind of internally, um, made me stay in the room because I didn't want her to be alone and I I loved hanging out with her and stuff but I ended up spending a lot of money to try and like make her happy or I spent money to like make my other friends happy whether that's buying little trinkets for them or buying their favorite snack or something and because making them happy then made me happy and I kind of get I guess now saying it like out loud it is kind of like selfish in the sense of well I need to feel happy so I'm going to do something for you so it helps me but I like I just that all my money was gone but then I also because of the things that was happening with my roommate and the things happening with a bunch of my other friends they always like came to consult with me and I love it when people do that. But at the same time, I also take all of that on myself 
And I, to the point where like, I can't even figure out my own issues. And so I then became the roommate that was barely going to class, staying inside my room, not just because I wanted to, but just because I was so depressed. Like I, when I remember one day vividly where I, I think it was Halloween, actually, all my friends were out hanging out. Uh, my roommate was gone because she was over at her boyfriend's and I just stayed in my room because I was so sad and depressed because I was like, oh, if I go, they're going to be bothered by me. I'm just going to sit in the corner and then it'll be worse. And so I didn't even like, I wasn't even listening to music. And when I talked to like my therapist and my doctor, they're like, okay, because I know you, that's huge. Like, I'm glad you came and talked to us because if you're not listening to music, like that's, that's my life. Like I have to, I mean, not I have to, but like I'm always listening to music, whether it's something I listen to Pandora because I'm lame like that. But like if, whether it's listening to Pandora, whether I'm listening to the songs that I have to work on for my classes or pieces that we're doing in an ensemble, like I was nothing. So like I then was going out and buying a bunch of food and crap for me to just sit around and eat because I didn't even want to walk the two minutes to go to like the, um, not the cafeteria, but like the dining hall kind of thing. Yeah. The dining hall. Like, and it was a, one was a, like literally right next to my dorm building, but like my favorite one was like a two minute walk away. So like (laughs) I wasn't even going to like walk out there and I just kept snacking on the stuff that was in my room and not really ever leaving. Yeah. So it's, I, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I, feel, I feel, I feel, I can, I felt what you were saying because I, I felt that before. Um, however, I want to bring this to your attention. I think it'd bring a lot of value to people. Mm-hmm. I think when we say that we're bad at finances, I think it's, um, I think it's a choice, right? Oh yeah. In a sense of Definitely a choice. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but it's, right now, like all of that has been in the past. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's, that's, it's happened and um, it's tough, right? It's definitely tough. There's still emotional things with that, but I think moving forward, I think to say that you're bad at finances is kind of putting you in a spot that your, your destiny is going to be, that you're going to be bad, bad at finances. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what is really special about this moment right now is when you put a vision in front of yourself, Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. Living in Ireland, it gives you a different purpose. And I think it gives you a chance for you to get control of your finances in a sense of because it's going towards something that you know will make you happy, right? In the yeah. long run. And I think when we're in limbo, like you just like you just described, where there's not a lot of purpose, right? There's not, mm-hmm. or it doesn't feel like there's a lot of purpose, yeah. right? It's just, you're just kind of um, in limbo, right? Um that it's hard to control finances when we don't see it going towards something extremely positive. Right. Yeah. And I think for me right now, like I'm moving into in, like I'm moving to Chicago in a couple months mm-hmm. and I want to start my own business. Right. So that's something huge vision wise that I'm, financially like, I'm wise saving too. my money for this impact for this purpose. Right. And I think that um, I didn't used to be good at money or finances. Right. But I've, I focused on it so much because I knew that eventually it would, it would help me, right? Capture mm-hmm. those visions and those goals. And so I think moving forward for you, it's so exciting um, to hear like that you kind of have a goal of going to Ireland, maybe yeah. not in the next couple months, but maybe, you know, in the next couple of years. In the future, I, at some point. That? I said in the future, at some point, maybe Definitely. not necessarily in your future, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do. And I think that, and I think, and I'm talking to everybody now, not just mm-hmm. you, that our personal finance is so important because it finances our dreams and our aspirations, right? Um, without money, you can't buy a ticket to Ireland, right? It's just mm-hmm. not possible. But what I think is now wrapping it back to when we talked about your art and business is what if you thought about putting together the infrastructure to do an art business to finance your, your move to Ireland, don't you yeah. think that people will see that vision, will see your calling and go, that's incredible, right? Like I'm helping this this young woman um, make her dream a reality th- like through her art business. Like that's incredible. You know what I mean? Like people will really love that. Um, and so I think if you think about that, I'm not pressuring you at all. I'm just, if you think about that, it makes, it makes dreaming a little bit more fun and realistic, right? It makes, yeah. uh, I can 
I can make my art, what makes me so special, right? I can make my art to help other people in their lives to finance my dreams and aspirations to moving to a country that I love the most, right? Doesn't, mm-hmm. When I say it that way, doesn't that sound like super appealing? Yeah. And I, so I, I'm just, I'm, as you're saying all that, I'm like, my God, there's so many good things that are on the horizon, right? Like, mm-hmm. like literally and figuratively, like so yeah. many good things, um, so many good things are coming. And so um, as terrible as our past has been, as, as rough as our experiences and as our, uncontrollable our emotions have been in the past i think i'm super optimistic and happy for what's coming in the future um Mm -hmm. and i just think it starts with having a dream and a vision and i think that the more you do that and the more realistic um not realistic the more um tangible it feels um and that's why i love like vision boards or like like writing stuff down because it becomes a little bit more realistic when you put it up in a vision board right um and so i'm just i'm I'm happy for you and I'm excited for what the future brings. And um, it's, it's just so exciting because I, I can see it all. I can, I think I can see it unfolding more than you can see it, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I think um, it's, it's hard. Cause like if I, and I'm sorry to like bring it back to all of that, because like when I think of the finances and stuff or like me saving money, cause like I do have, some extra money for me, like, uh, from my summer job. But like when I, when I think about that money, I don't, even in the, like the past when I've been like, Oh, I want to go to study in Ireland. Oh, I should save money about that and stuff. I always go right back to, but what if my friends need money or something like that? Like they don't need it, but like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like I, if I had a choice between, spending money on the trip to a place or just like money on going to Ireland or studying in Ireland or something like that, or spending money on making my friends and family happy. I 100% would ignore any kind of feelings I have for Ireland or anything like that and worry about them. And so that's the part where I even like saved money. Um, just, just like in general, like I, cause I, realized I spent a lot of money my first year and so I talked with uh, our mom to figure out like okay I think I just need to not like I need to have all my money in one spot for me to see and see this is what you have because last time she would just deposit uh, my money in our bank here um, on the Cape and then I would just keep asking for money when I needed it and I felt like I was spending way too much because I felt like it was endless just coming from her but that ended up backfiring since I spent all my money. Um, but it didn't matter to me because I literally like saw like, Oh, I have $12, but my friend's sad. I'm going to go spend $10 on whatever to make right. me happy. It doesn't matter right. if I have $2 left in my bank account. So it's like, it's hard for me to imagine, like you said, I think you, you have a better like vision of it than even I do. Um, because I don't, I don't want, I don't know how to like say it. Like I don't see the necessity or the need to save it. I, I don't know. That's not the word I'm yeah, like. No, this is a really like, interesting conversation. I think yeah. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying completely. Yeah. Um, however, however, mm-hmm. money allows us to have money. I don't want you to think about it as money. Money, it's tricky when you start thinking of money as a dollar sign. I want you to yeah. think of money as like where I'm putting energy Mm-hmm. right and time and i think that not time necessarily but more like energy right yeah. um where giving is it a is an amazing characteristic to have right it's yeah. an amazing quality to have as a human being and money and finances giving should always be a part of that right it should mm-hmm. always be a part of it however if we're giving all of it right yeah how how if you're giving all it's almost like a well right if you're giving all of your money, all of your energy away and not using it for yourself a little bit, you're, the well is going to run dry very fast, right? And I think yep, that's I when you started feeling that emotional burden because you're like, like I don't have any energy left for myself, energy or money, right? I don't yeah. have any energy or money left for myself. And I think that's when we put ourselves in a tricky situation. Um, and I think, I think what's great about business is that money right or energy is 
it's revolt like it's revolving right the more yeah. energy you put into a business right into your art the more energy or money comes in and then the more energy and money that you can give right it's a full cycle and i just think if we spend all of our money and energy on other people all of it which is great in the short term but if right if we run yeah. out of that energy for ourselves we're just not, we won't be in a position to continue to help and what i want for me and you and everyone that's listening is is we want longevity giving we want like long term ability right to give yeah. endlessly to as many people as we possibly can and i just think that starts with a with with getting our finances right uh, be putting priorities on where we're spending energy and money and 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 see being happy ourselves, right? Like really like being like, I need to do this for myself so that I'm super happy. And if I'm super happy, the energy and the money that I get from that, like I can then give it to people endlessly yeah. with in huge amounts, right? As opposed to little amounts, right? Short-term mm -hmm. giving. And so I know that's a, a hard concept to think about right now, but um, I guarantee like if you think about it like that, um, oh, for, I'll give you an ins I'll give you a, um, a perfect example. The business that I've I've started my athletic apparel brand, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's in the very early stages of it, and um, all of the money that comes in, it's going right back into the business, right? It's going right yeah. back to continue to grow it bigger and bigger and bigger, so that when it when it continues to grow, like I'll be in the position financially and energy wise to then give as much as possible. I would, you know, how it would. It would fill my heart if I could walk into a, a middle school or whatever and just give away 200 positivity shirts, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have the money to do that, right? I don't have the money. I don't have the energy, right? Energies to do yep. that. And so it's super important for me to continue to use the money and, and energy that's coming in to then build it bigger so that I have the longevity. I can do long-term huge giving as opposed to short-term, right? If I gave yeah. all of my this is a weird, it's hard, but if I give all of my shirts away right now, mm -hmm. I wouldn't, it, the well is, is, is dry. empty, right? It's dry. I don't have any, it's great that I gave it all away, but it's not going to build a bigger well, right? Yeah. Um, that's going to be endlessly giving. Does that make sense? And it, I yeah. think that the more we think about that, um, filling our well with happiness, with energy, with, with fine, with personal finance, the more we fill that well, the better of a position we're going to put ourselves in to help and more people in a bigger scale. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, and with that, we've been going for a long time. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think it's amazing. Honestly, I think we've, we've covered a lot of different things, um, gone really deep um, in, in some cool topics and I'm, I'm just so impressed with what you're doing and um, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, of course. Anytime. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye.